Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is a CC Radio podcast. Welcome to the show, everyone. You are listening to Believe, Australian Paranormal and UFO Radio. My name is Cade Moyer, and thanks for tuning in. If you've had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au, or you can message me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash believe UFO Radio. If you enjoy this episode, there are a few things you can do to help the show. Firstly, you can go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. Or you can share the show around social media with your friends and family, and that would help us grow. Welcome back to another episode of Believe. I'm your host, Cade Moyer, and tonight I have Dan joining us, and Dan has had a couple of really interesting Min Min Light experiences. Now, I say that as a bit of a guess because we kind of work out what his experiences were as we kind of go through the interview. So sit back and enjoy that one. But before we get into it, I have a pretty big announcement that's going to require a little bit of input from the listeners. So we are going to move this show to a weekly format. So what that means is I need you guys to really share this podcast around. That means we can get more listeners. And most importantly, that means we can get more guests because without the guests, this podcast really wouldn't happen. So I need you guys to to help me out, share it with everyone, absolutely everyone that you can. And that will really help us out a lot. And just before we get into the episode, I want to read out two more reviews. Now, if you leave me a five-star review on iTunes, there's a chance that I'm going to read it out on the next episode. So tonight's reviews that I'm reading out come from Wasteland Selk 8 and he says, sensationally spooky. This show is amazing, and the host, Cade, has a voice that adds to the scare factor. Definitely a podcast that should feature in everyone's list. Thank you, Wasteland Salt from Australia. And the next one comes from TV Comic Geek from Australia as well. Chills. Wow, this podcast gave me chills. I can't wait for more episodes. So if you guys want your review read out live on the show, be sure to jump on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Now, let's get into Dan's experience. Tonight, I want to welcome Dan to the show, and Dan has actually had a couple of um, light experiences that he thinks may be some Inman lights. Dan, welcome. 
G'day, Kate. How are you? Very good, mate. It's good to have you on the show. Oh, thanks for having me, mate. My pleasure. You have a fair few experiences to tell us about. Do you mind kind of going back to the start and telling us about the first one that you've had? Yeah, sure. The first experience I had was uh, really back in 2003, I want to say 2004. I had a friend who uh, lived not far from where I live here on the mid-north coast, New South Wales. He lived out on a property that is uh, quite hilly, fairly remote, up a dirt road, um, it has a lot of trees on it, uh, a little bit of a clearing in the front, and then a then like a big big hill up the back. And um, he used to always say to me, "Oh, there's people walking around with whites up there. You know, I see all these white whites up in up in the bush. I think there's people walking around." I'm like, "No, you know, you're out in the middle of nowhere, mate. You know? <laughs> there's no one walking around out there. His nearest neighbour is over three k's away, and, and all that type of thing." Um, so we went out there one night just to look at, to see if we could see these things and, and nothing happened. Uh, so we, we, we called it quits and um, went back home and uh, about two weeks later we went out there again not to look for the lights but we were outside, uh, a friend, uh, myself, a friend and another friend of ours was there and we just happened to look up into the, uh, the, the hill and what do we see? All these little, these not little lights, but these white lights uh, dancing around in, in the bush. Um, we thought, oh, maybe fireflies? No, they don't. They're not around there. They don't. We've, we've never seen fireflies around here or anything like that. And these were quite large. These were weren't like a little dot and didn't flicker. These were quite solid, large balls of light, say beach ball or basketball to beach ball size, and and they they wouldn't flicker off or on. They would just dim down a little bit and then get really bright, and um, and then they'd just disappear. So that was the first uh, encounter of, of what I thought were my initial uh, thoughts were min min lights. I'd heard about them as a as a kid years ago, and um, I'd always thought they they were only specifically out in, in, in outback desert sort of areas, but I could be wrong. How far away were you from these lights? We were about 150 to 200 metres away. Okay, and from that distance away, they still look like beach balls. Yeah, they weren't small at all. They were big. They, that's why I say they weren't fireflies. You know, I have seen fireflies before, Um and these didn't look anything like those those at all. So they were they were they were quite big. They were they were decent size. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I guess in theory, like if you're a little bit closer to those, these would have been quite large. Because if it had at a distance that you were, and they're the size of beach balls. I mean, if we're going on a uh, perspective basis here, they they could have been the size of a car or something like that. They could have been. They could have been quite large. I've, I've never really thought about it in that that uh, perspective. But yeah, um, we just always we were just amazed that they were there. We we actually, to tell you the truth, we didn't believe our friend. We thought, no, you know, who knows what he's what he's up to, um, what he's seeing. Um, but then when we seen them, we we're, we're we're amazed and we're like, yep, that's definitely not someone creeping around. There's some there's something else up there. And um, look, he did, he sold the property not too long after that. Anyway, um, he he wasn't too happy with it. So yeah, right. So he felt really uncomfortable with those on his property. He, yeah, he felt uncomfortable with it. For me, I didn't get a feeling of um, anxiousness or, or anything like that from them. Um, I just I was just amazed about it. You know, I was like, 
a phenomenon sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, of course. And did they make any noises or anything like that, or were they just kind of a, a silent no. light? Definitely silent. Definitely no noise whatsoever from them, and they were silent. Um, and uh, we literally didn't see like it. And he sold the property about for probably about three or four months after that. And we used to go out there quite a bit because we were close friends. And um, I didn't see them again there after that. And he said he'd seen them there a couple of times, but they they really certainly they slowed right down after the three of us seen them together. Yeah, right. And. Was it a, a common occurrence for that property, for those lights to show up? Uh, yeah, for, for, yes, apparently so. Apparently so. He used to see them all the time. He lived there by himself uh, for a long time. And, and this property is out the back of, of nowhere sort of thing, you know. it's, it's You had to have a four-wheel drive to get to it. So it, was, it, was, it wasn't inaccessible, but a two-wheel drive car would have difficulties to get there, you know, so there was there was no people around, so it couldn't have been people with, like, really bright flashlights or anything like this, um, and there was no noise, you couldn't hear sticks breaking or people walking through the bush or anything like that, so... Yeah, okay. And when he when you saw these lights, were they were they moving around or anything? Were they kind of floating through yes. the trees, or they were? They were? They were, like, dancing around. They were sort of not... Not like a fly would jump around erratically, but sort of dancing with each other sort of thing on a, like a, I want to say like a figure eight type of motion. Okay, so they were almost playing with each other. Yeah, it looked like it, yeah. And we were, we were amazed. Um, we, we, we just stood there. Both both my friend, uh, my friend that uh, was there with me and my friend that owned the property, just, we, we looked at each other and we're like, okay. He's not. He's not giving us a run around anymore. He's not BSing us. He's he's feeding him. Yeah. Wow. And he moved out after this. Yeah. Not long after that. About three, four months after that, he he had enough and he wanted to get out. He didn't know what they were. Didn't feel comfortable. Um, anything like that. So he he shot through. But that's fine. That's his choice. And that's uh, you can't really blame him for that. Really, if you are, you have no. these lights that are floating around your property and you don't know what they are. And it wasn't it wasn't just for like a couple of days, you know. It had been going on for six to eight months. You know, so. Yeah, that's a long time, isn't it? Yeah, and I could see in in his perspective, I can see why he would feel um, anxious and nervous about it. You know, and think that you know someone's watching him and all this type of thing. Even though I don't think it was someone, I think it was just uh, I, I don't know what I don't know how to explain min, min lights, what they are, if they're spirits or what they are. So. Did he have any reports, or well, did he ever tell you that the the lights came closer to his property, or maybe around the house? No, no, they were always up in the hill. They were and always up on the hill. Did he ever go up that way to see if there was anything up there that might be causing it? Yep, we we did up one night. The the, the two weeks before we actually seen, I seen the lights. We um we we set up a, a sting operation, so to speak, <laughs> uh, <laughs> where we thought, well. I'll, I'll, I'm about the same. I was about the same build as him. Um, he came over to my house. We, we jumped in his car. We, we drove back to his house. I, he, he plays the drums. I played the drums. I pretended to, to play to be him basically. And he, I dropped him off about a k before we got to his property. He scooted up through the bush um, to try and find people, you know, to see if there was anyone creeping around his property. And um, I was, I, I played him. Um, coming home, you know, feeding the dogs, 
playing the drums, cooking dinner and whatnot, um, and nothing. Didn't find anything. That's, the, that's disappointing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, we said it took us a day to set this thing up. You know, <laughs> 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 he came over to my house in the afternoon. He's like, "Right, this is what we're going to do," and, and we didn't see anything. And then the two weeks later, we go out there just as a visit with another friend, and we see everything. <laughs> oh, it's just the luck, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. So that was the first time I've seen, I'd seen them, um, and that was about. Oh, as I said, about 203, 204, something like that. Um, as I said, he lived approximately 15 minutes away from where I'm located. Now, I'm located uh, on the north coast of New South, or mid-north coast of New South Wales, and I have 880 hectares of Aboriginal reserve um, next to my property. I'm on a, just a little hobby farm, 15 acres. And we've seen some interesting lights around here too. I... I've seen um, red orbs, I've seen white orbs. Um, a friend of mine last year who came over from America, a very spiritual lady called uh, Adonna, who does star, interest, star ancestry um, readings, like finds out where your, your original incarnation was from and that type of thing. She seen three lights in the bush uh, one night. She got up one night to go to the bathroom and she was looking out the window and she said there were three lights dancing around in the bush. They were white. They were doing, she she described them pretty much exactly how I described the ones that I seen up at, at um, my friend's place. She said that was white. They were dancing around each other and playing around and she said they were, they were about around basketball size we're about from the bush to the house is about uh 30 meters so she she got a quite a good view of them that definitely sounds like men men lights that behavior yeah that's what i thought too and then and, and as soon as it, as soon as she told me i said oh the min min lights and she said well oh, what are min min lights and i told her what i thought they were um, which is you know, they're an Aboriginal um, thing that you know they're generally they're out in the desert. You, I, and this is where I, as I said in in, in my message to you when uh, when I contacted you, I'm not sure if Mimin lights are specific, specifically for that area or they can be anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's it's pretty common to have Mimin lights in Queensland and. To, right. to be honest, I haven't heard of Mimin Lights really being anywhere else, but it, that's really not to say that Mimin Lights can't be anywhere else. Um, there's I hear encounters from people all the time who have counted um, lights all the way down the New South Wales coast. Um, right. And right. just because they haven't got the Mimin Light, I guess, label attached to them. Yeah, tag, yeah. Doesn't mean that, I guess, they're not Mimin Lights. Yeah, well, when because we've seen a lot of, like, orange or- Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Orbs and red orbs, like that, come up. They, they, they look like they come up. I seen one. Oh, it's about oh, 
I'd say six months ago. So I've, I've, I've got a, I work at home on a glass blow and I, and I was going down to, the, to my studio to do some, just to, to set the kiln up, I think it was, yeah. And um, I look up and here's this white orb just come up from pretty much the bush at the back of the property. And I called out to my wife to say, oh, have a look at this, there's another, there's another one. And she said, she's turned around to me and she said, oh no, this one over here, have a look at this one. So she'd seen one come up from the bush over the other side of the property and I've seen one come up over the bush at the back of the property exactly at the same time. It sounds like you're, the area that you're in is a kind of a little bit of a hotspot for Min Min Lights. Well, it, it, look, since I've, I've been here since, like, uh, permanent since 203, um, the activity, I hadn't seen anything on my particular property until uh, four years ago. Three years ago, four years ago, was the two six yeah two yeah two thousand and sixteen was the first time I'd seen anything remotely like this at my property. Um, so I don't know why all of a sudden in two thousand and sixteen, or is it just because I've started to notice more things? I don't know. Um, but we definitely have seen since two thousand and sixteen. It's definitely we we have at least a sighting every probably three to four months. Oh wow, that's very that's really common. Yeah, right. Like we'll see something like either come up from over the over the side of the bush and 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 like it looks like so it looks like it's coming from in in the bush about you know three four hundred meters and, and sort of coming up and over the bush, um, and then over like go over the property or something like that or. Or it'll just appear <laughs> in the sky, um, and there'll be a light there. So, so you've seen them in the sky as well, there, Dan. We've seen the the orange ones. We had, yeah, definitely. We, we, so we had one night here. It was about, I'd say, it was about eighteen months ago. Um, a friend of mine rings me up and he's like, "Oh, dude, you've got to get outside and have a look up up in the sky. There's eight. Uh, there was eight orange orbs above above you." We went outside and had a look up. We couldn't see it because of the bush right next to us. It was the bush is too high, it blocked our view, sort of thing. So we drove up the road a little bit to where it was a little bit higher, and we couldn't see anything. So we were sitting there just waiting a bit, and all of a sudden, bam! These these two big red, red orbs appeared over over the bush, sort of thing, where we were near where we were. Oh, wow, that's huge! And, and these things were up in the sky. These were these were high up. These weren't like um, low, like in the bush type, you know, things that we'd seen dancing around. These were high up in the sky. And um, so we, we we found our friend back and said, "Oh, here we seen him. We seen him." And we were, we were driving back to to come into our property. And we're about 20 metres from the driveway. He's just, my wife's just gone, stop! <laughs> and I've hit the brakes. We're on a dirt road out in the middle of nowhere sort of thing, so we're, we're not going to um, impede any traffic, that's for sure. Um, and she said, look, there they are. And we, we looked directly up, in, and there are these, these, I think there was three of them at that time, three red, big red orbs right up, pretty much directly above us. Um so yeah, that's that's one of the other sightings we've had. Yeah, that's um, uh, that's that's insane. Did you did you feel like you were threatened or anything by that? Ah, no, not at all. Never, never once have I felt threatened by any of the things that we've seen here. 
it's it's always been uh, more of a oh, I'm glad I've seen it. Yeah, feeling, you know what I mean. Yep, yep. Uh, another time we we were here. We I, uh, back in 2017. I had um, Tolik from the Andromeda Council come out and stay with us for a while. Uh, I'm not sure if you if you've heard of those guys or not. He's he's uh, apparently he's a, a guy who's apparently uh, represents the Andromeda Council in, in America, which is it's a little spiritual type of stuff and, and whatnot. And uh, we we're putting on two conferences. We put one up on in Tugan and one down here in Foster and um, talking about different spirituality stuff and, and the Andromeda Council and what that does and all that type of thing. And we had another, uh, another speaker out, Alexandra uh, Meadows. Uh, she was staying with us for a little while from uh, Galactic Connections. And... Um, we, she said in that morning, she said, uh, I want to um, contact, um, I'm, I'm not sure if you, if you, or if you believe this or not, uh, but uh, Ashkar, and I want him to come over, over your house tonight and um, put on a show for us. And so she done a meditation and, and, done, and contacted, and apparently, yep, that's all good. So we sort of forgot about it. This was in the morning of, of the day sort of thing. Um, we've come home, we've had dinner, we're... we're we're kicking back sort of thing, watching a bit of telly, having a yak, talking. And um, I've walked down from, from um, another, a shed that I have on the property, like a, a music show. I play music, so there's all instruments and that in there. I was just uh, mucking around in there. And as I've walked down to the house, for whatever reason, I've spun around, looked up above the shed, and here's this white orb flashing its head off at me. So... I've ran like for the, the next ten minutes to the house, yelled out to the to all all the people who were staying here, Alexandra from Galactic Connections and Tolek from the Andromeda Council. They've all come out and Donna from Starbucks History and, and here here were all of us like all five of us standing there watching this orb just flash at us over over sort of over the bush and uh, like right next to the property sort of thing and about, I would say, about 100 metres in the air. Um, oh, wow, okay. quite amazing. Yeah. And we're all there clapping and laughing and, and cheering and, and whatnot. It was, it was cool. It was really cool. And what do you think that was? Do you, do you think it's a spirit? Do you think it might be, I don't know if you believe in it, but UFOs or something like that, something I, otherworldly? I, I honestly believe that um, whether Alexandra was right and it was Ashtar, but the way this thing, um, it didn't move like the other orbs. It it was it sort of looked mechanical as far as the way it moved. Um, but it, it didn't just appear. It come from like from when, when for whatever reason I turn around and I look, it was moving up the property, um, and then when it went. It it shot up sort of on a diagonal, sort of. Okay, you know, like of, it was leaving the atmosphere. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like an orb, like the orbs that we see that just all of a sudden there's a red orb in the sky, you know, or there's a there's a white orb coming up from the bush, or and that, that didn't look anything like those. It was completely different. Wow. Okay. So I think, honestly, I, I do believe in, in UFOs, and I do believe that we do naive to think that we're the only civilization in in the Milky Way, at least, that's for sure. Yeah, oh, mate, the, and, the, the universe is far too small for that. 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and we have to be <laughs> pretty narcissistic to think that the world, <laughs> the whole universe, centers around like <laughs> you know. Absolutely. <laughs> but anyway, that, that's getting off off topic a little bit. But I definitely believe in UFOs, and and um, I definitely, I honestly believe that we we are and have been in contact. Um, with beings for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Now, what do you think these lights around your property are? Do you do you think they're Min Min lights? And what do you think a Min Min light would be? Right. Well, as I said in the message, I actually went and um, spoke to an Aboriginal elder about this last week. Um, I've been. I used to work uh, in a previous lifetime. Uh, for local government, and we're in, was in contact with uh, a lot of um, local Aboriginal elders around the area for just for my role in, in local government, and so I developed a lot of friendships with with the Aboriginal community, and I bumped into uh, the person I used to work closely with at council, who was a Aboriginal who is, who was who is an Aboriginal elder. Um, very knowledgeable in Dreamtime stories and and um, the stories of of the uh, local area here, and I hadn't spoken to her for about oh, two and a half years, and I told her about what I've been seeing around here and and what and I said what what, do you, what is it what am I seeing and she said oh you're seeing the brown fairies, and I said what do you mean what do you, what are the brown fairies she said oh they're all the Aboriginal they're Aboriginal spirits that that come in and 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 like protect the land around here and 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 whatnot and um yeah they're they're here to just watch over things and they're watching they're looking at you they're watching you apparently <laughs> that they were her they were her words they're watching you they're, they're making sure you're doing the right thing and how does that make you feel oh I I find them I don't find them bad at all I, I i actually really enjoy the experience you know i i i wish i had more more experiences to tell you about tell you the truth um they i've never felt like i've had like an ill intent from them i've never had um uh, a bad negative feeling when when i've seen them it's always as i said before it's always been oh, wow i'm glad i really seen that i'm glad I, i'm glad i've I, I seen what i saw and i'm glad to my what my wife she's seen stuff that I haven't seen too. She's she's seen three lights above the bush about oh, about four weeks ago. She was standing at, at the door and she's oh stars are out early. It's half past five. <laughs> um, why are those three lights <laughs> just above the bush there? <laughs> so um, yeah, it, it, we never get a. Both of us have seen quite regularly, and we. Never ever had a negative um, feeling from it. It's always been a positive feeling. And then when talking to to, I spoke to only last week, and she she confirmed that they're the Aboriginal spirits and fairies that are there, just protecting that area and this area. I feel quite calm and safe knowing that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's absolutely fantastic. It's um yeah look. She did say to me. She said, "Where you live, next door in the in the in the in the 880 hectares, there are a number of sacred sites in there." Um, but she said, "I can show you a couple of them. I can't show you all of them." I said, "Look, I personally, they're your sacred sites. I have no. I'm not 
no original person, so I have no no purpose to be there. You know what I mean? And I feel honoured that you want to show me, and I'd, I'd go, but um, you know, I, I don't want to wreck that sacredness. If yeah, you know no, I mean. of course, of course. And I mean, it's it's an honour to even be given the opportunity to go there and have a look at that, and and you know, maybe find out yeah. a little bit more about that culture. Oh, uh, well, absolutely. I, the more I can find out about Aboriginal culture, the better for me. And now I've, I'm, I've literally in the last six months started to immerse myself in in the Dreamtime stories and stuff like that because they're just so fascinating. Uh, I, I really enjoy it. And, so, there, yeah, and, and yeah. there seems to be quite a rich culture where you are as well if you're in, encountering things like this and, and finding um, locals and local elders who um, who can kind of give you a little bit more information about this. Yeah, I'm really lucky. I'm in between two two um, indigenous areas and two original people's areas here. Um, so I'm I'm on the border of the Warramai and the Biripai people. So we've we're I'm really lucky because I, I can talk to both both uh, peoples and um, get both perspectives too. So it's really cool. Well, Dan, I want to thank you for coming on and sharing those experiences because they are. When I say this, I I really mean it. Those are absolutely, genuinely magical experiences that you're you're having on your property. Oh, cheers, mate! I really appreciate the time that you've given me, mate, and um, I appreciate the um, the uh, outlet that you've got. It's really cool. Oh, no worries, mate. Thanks for coming on. Not a problem, Cade. Anytime, buddy. And that's going to do it for tonight. And remember, if you have had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au or you can message me on Facebook and that's facebook.com forward slash believe UFO radio. Until next time, stay safe and you've been listening to Believe Australian Paranormal and UFO Radio. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 